Your body understands when it's under too much stress. Too much stress might be eating too little and then trying to exercise on top of that. Your body's putting out energy just to function like we talked about earlier. Plus, if you're adding in exercise, that's more calories going out. And then if you're not consuming enough, your body kind of goes into this like stressed out survival mode. Your metabolism is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's not working against you. It's trying to work for you to keep you alive. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rayanne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Hey, you guys, welcome to episode one hundred of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I mean, woohoo, I cannot believe a hundred, a hundred episodes. So thank you so much for coming back this week. And I, I just can't believe that I've made it to a hundred episodes. I know that there's podcasters out there with like a thousand. So I mean, good for them, but a hundred was actually quite, um, quite the feat for me. So I'm super, super excited about it. Cause when I started this whole like podcast thing, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing at all. I mean, I'm not sure I still do, but I started it just to see what happened and I was going to give it one year. Well, you know, here we are, two years are done, 100 episodes in, and I actually really love it. So, you know, if I can help just one person, if, if somebody, one person per episode, if somebody just hears something that makes them think or gives them motivation or gives them an idea or helps them in any way, then I feel totally successful. So it is absolutely worth my time. So, you know, I don't have, you know, a million downloads and I don't have people, you know, like famous people sharing my episodes or anything, but I do have you. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate you. And I hope that you'll uh, come back for more. So, you know, I wasn't really sure what to talk about for episode 100 because I thought, oh my gosh, it's episode 100. It has to be totally epic. Um, but that thinking totally made me, um, like it made my creative side, like totally go to sleep. Cause I was like, that's too much pressure. So I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. And I thought, you know what? I think what would be most helpful is kind of answering or talking about the number one question slash, um, concern or issue that women talk to me about. And I'm going to say women, but I also hear it from men. This is, this is it. This is a question I get over and over and over. Okay. Actually, it's more of a plea that I get. And here it is. It's Rayanne, I need help. Rand, I need help. My metabolism has completely stopped working. Nothing I do works anymore. I try to eat less. I work out harder. I even gave up my favorite foods, but nothing seems to work. I just keep gaining in my middle and my energy is so low. What do I do? How do I fix my metabolism? And I, I kind of said that dramatically or whatever, but 
really, I'm, I'm not kidding that I hear that weekly. I either get an email or I run into somebody at the gym or at the grocery store. I always run into people at the grocery store that ask me questions. So it's so funny. Um, and that is probably the biggest thing or biggest, you know, concern that people have is like, oh my gosh, my metabolism is broken. Right. And I completely understand that it feels scary and totally frustrating to be doing all the things right. Okay. And all the things you used to do, but now they're not working. Like I totally get it. I get that it's frustrating. I get that it makes you feel worried. It makes you feel like at your wit's end. So, but I want to point out that you know, if you've ever felt like this, you're not alone. So like I just said, I hear it every week. Um, heck, I've had moments where I feel like it too. So as we age, it is very common to think that we have no control over our hormones and our metabolism. And we tend to think that it's inevitable, like, like that we have no choice but to gain weight and turn into your mother or grandmother. <laughs> but the good news is that you do have more control than you think, Okay. You just have to think differently. So when the old tricks of weight loss no longer work, okay, doing them harder and harder or more and more is not going to be the answer. And just because you're aging doesn't mean that you have to give in and just buy bigger clothes, okay? But side note, actually, I need to say this, side note, if you need bigger clothes that feel and look better, like, it's okay, I've recently um, gone up a size in pants. I could still wear my other pants, like fine actually, but I just wasn't really that comfortable. And I went up a size thinking, oh, well, I'll just try it. Like I'll wear it on my fat days, you know, and I'm feeling bloated or whatever. But I realized, wow, they actually look way better and they feel better. So, I mean, that's fine. Okay. So you don't, have to feel bad about big, buying bigger clothes. Anyway, so so here's the deal. The deal today, um, we're going to review what metabolism is and why it's not broken. I'm sorry, it's not broken. Okay, I know you want me to tell you it's broken and there's nothing you can do, <laughs> or or give you a pill or like tell you something, but but it's just not true. Okay, your your metabolism is not broken. Then let's look over some actions that will help kickstart or kind of reboost your metabolism and get you moving towards a healthier metabolic response. Okay, and I want to tell you too, episode 53, I think. Episode 53 is a lot of what I'm going to say, but that was a long time ago. And I think it's always good to have a refresher on this information because it's really easy if you don't do it and work in it every day. It's really easy to kind of forget And so I want to just use this as a kind of a reminder and just a recap, okay? So what is your metabolism, okay? Well, first, I think it's important to tell you what it's not. It is not an organ. It is not something that you can push a button on and make work better. It is not something that you lose or find or that breaks, okay? Metabolism is actually just a chemical process, Okay. It's a process that, um, you know, takes place as your body converts food and drinks into energy. Okay. It's this total, it's very complex. There's a lot of hormones involved. There's a lot of different actions that happen. It's actually quite amazing how incredibly, um, smart our body is. Right. So what it does is it, it, this process combines calories and oxygen 
to create and release energy. So it's really just about how your body uses fuel, food, drink, calories, and how it helps your body function, okay? So your metabolism constantly provides your body with energy for just basic everyday bodily functions like breathing, digesting, keeping your heart beating, um, you know, blinking, all the things, all the things that we do and all of the, the things that we don't even know, we, like we don't have to think about, right? We don't have to think about having our body a certain temperature. We don't have to think about breathing. We don't have to think about blinking. We don't have to think about our heart beating. I mean, thank goodness it just does it automatically, right? And that's all thanks to your metabolism, okay? And here's the deal. Your body needs a minimum number of calories, Okay, I hate using the word calorie because people, it's like automatic, like diet thinking, but calorie just literally means energy. Okay, so your body needs a minimum number of calories to sustain just your basic everyday functions. Okay, so I just want to recap those like in order to breathe or circulate blood or digest food or um, grow and repair cells, manage hormone levels. Um, and regular body temperature. These are all like really important functions that happens in your body and your metabolism is actually in charge of that, okay? So if your metabolism was broken, you wouldn't be able to do anything. So we tend to freak out and think, ah, my metabolism is broken, but it can't be. So that's good news, right? That's really good news. I think that people like those start getting super confused about metabolism when it comes to weight gain and weight loss. And they start to worry about how much they're eating or how much they're exercising. And it's just super important to know that you need energy or food or fuel or calories to help you do just the basic functions every day. If you don't eat enough food, all of these systems get sluggish and this leads to a bunch of other problems. Okay. So just think about your metabolism. It's, it's kind of like a thermostat. Okay. It's kind of like a thermostat in your house. You know, we all have these automatic, well, most people have the automatic thermostats now where like when it hits, let's say that the house gets to 70 degrees. And so it like, it clicks on so that it stays below 70 degrees or whatever number I said. Okay. Or if it gets really cold, then it turns on to get the heat going. So it's kind of the same thing with our body, right? Your body or your metabolism is constantly testing your temperature, so to speak. Okay. Not specifically your temperature, but it's checking everything around you and adjusting and adapting to your metabolic environment. So if you eat a sufficient amount of food for your activity level, you're going to feel sustainable energy, you won't crave junk foods, and you won't be super hungry all the time. But if you don't eat enough food, you're going to feel less energetic, okay, fatigue, tired. Um, it'll be harder to think and focus, brain fog, you know, concentration levels. You'll feel hungry all the time, and you're going to crave foods that aren't going to help your waistline. Okay. Usually sugary foods or coffees or quick energy foods, like anything with sugar or carbs. Okay. And not that those are bad, but if you are not eating enough 
and I hear this all the time. I'm like, I'm trying so hard. I'm dieting. I'm dieting and I'm starving. So at night, all I can think about is eating chocolate or cookies or chips or whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you're like, you're hungry. (laughs) So your body's looking for anything quick energy. Okay. And I know that there's some of you doing other types of diets out there that don't feel hunger and I'm not going to go there right now, but I know why. (laughs) So anyway, we're moving forward here. So also with your metabolism, the amount of stress that you experience will like totally influence your metabolism greatly. Like if you are super stressed out, whether it's through work or through your family or through relationships or super stressed with over-exercising, that's another example, then your metabolism is going to know and it's going to adjust. It's like a huge stress barometer. It's constantly seeking out the stress and trying to figure out how to adjust to take care of you. That's its goal. Your whole, the whole goal of your metabolism and your body is to stay alive. Okay. So here's the other thing. Many people think that their metabolism um, or body is like a calculator. Okay. In order to lose weight, we know, we know this when, in order to lose weight, we have to burn more calories than we eat. Okay. So that's fine. You have to have fewer calories coming in than what you burn. That creates a deficit and that deficit therefore leads to weight loss. But, 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 but there is a fine line to this theory. If you have too much of a deficit, you're going to hit a plateau or maybe even gain weight. I see it all the time. Okay. I've seen it with my own body and I see it with clients. It's, it's a very, very common thing. And then we get messed up in our head because we can't believe it right? Who wants to believe that you have too little food, you're going to gain weight? Like it just doesn't make sense, right? It just in your, in our brain and in America and in the dieting industry, we've been told eat less, eat less, eat less, eat less. So why in the world by eating less, how would I gain weight? Okay. And that is actually what I help my clients with is showing them how to adjust so that they learn how to eat better without eating too little. But anyway, so you know, like I was saying, if you have too much of a deficit, you're going to hit a plateau or maybe gain weight. Your body understands when it's under too much stress. Okay. So too much stress might be eating too little and then trying to exercise on top of that. So your body's putting out energy just to function, like we talked about earlier. Plus, if you're adding in exercise, that's more calories going out. And then if you're not consuming enough, your body kind of goes into this like stressed out um, survival mode. Okay. So if your body's under too much stress, it's going to shut down the burning effect. Okay. It's, it's like simply trying just to keep you safe and alive, right? Like I just said earlier, your metabolism is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's not working against you. It's trying to work for you to keep you alive. Okay. And I think that is what people need to understand. Your metabolism and your hormones aren't out to get you. They're doing exactly what they need to do so that you can stay alive. Even if you have an imbalance somewhere, it's because somewhere something is out of whack. I know that's not very technical to say that, but there's some root cause somewhere creating um, a stress in your body. So your body adapts and adjusts to take care of that. Okay. And after a lot of times of doing that, your body is going to start shutting down in other ways. Okay. And that's what leads to like autoimmune and disease um, and just illness and sickness overall. 
Okay, so the best way to have a deficit is to not have one too big. Okay, you want to figure out your sweet spot. And research has done a lot of work for us, and they found that the best is having a deficit between 200 to 500, and that's kind of a big range. But having a deficit of 200 200 to 500 calories is way better than having a 1,000 calorie deficit, okay? And it's super important too, even if you're in a small deficit, Okay, remember deficit, what I mean is bringing in less calories than you burn. Okay, we, that 200 to 500 difference. Okay, um, it's important if you're doing that to not spend years and years and years in a deficit. And that is what many people do. And years and years and years living in a deficit and eating less, 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 less is exactly the reason you feel like your metabolism is broken, okay? And so most people that come to me that are worried about their metabolism are broken, after they tell me what they've been eating and what they're doing, I almost immediately can see what's going on. So anyway, I'm gonna get to that in a minute. But so if you're listening to this right now, if you're sitting here listening to this and you've been dieting for a really long time, okay, you may be suffering from metabolic compensation, Metabolic compensation, that was really hard for me to say just then, is where you, your body is trying to keep you alive. It's like this woman or man is starving me and working me out so hard and they expect me to keep going for them, you know? So that's kind of metabolic compensation. It's like, whoa, like, hold up. Like, I need a break. I need some food in here. Let's let, you know, we're suffering. Like, we got to send some energy to the muscles. We got to send energy to the liver. We got to send energy, you know, to our eyeballs, like wherever, (laughs) wherever. Okay. So anyway, um, so it's not really, you know, if we're in a def- too much of a deficit for too long, our body will start shutting down and we're just going to start storing fat because the fat needs to be stored in case we need energy later, right? It's like it's like your body's like thinking you're getting ready to hibernate or something, <laughs> okay? And that's not really what we want. We want to stay lean. We want to burn fat. We want to have energy, okay? We want to have lean muscles. We don't want to have a bunch of extra fat, okay? So anyway... I want to repeat here that your metabolism isn't broken. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. All right. So I also think it's important to note here um, that a very low calorie diet can definitely help you lose weight. So again, if you're here and you're like, well, you're wrong, Ryan, I'm actually am having a very low calorie diet and losing weight. Yes. I mean, it, it can work and it can work. The problem is, and and actually right now, and there's always been fad diets available, right? And and that's fine. And there's definitely a time and a place to go on a diet. And there's definitely um, reasons. And that's totally fine. I'm not arguing with the fact that people want to lose weight and get results. I get it. Like, I mean, I get it totally. The problem though that I see is that most of these people stay on these programs and diets for way too long. Okay. We're people that want results. And if we get a little taste of success and then we think, oh, I'm going to do it even harder. I'm going to do it more. I'm going to do it longer. And that way I'll see even more success. I'll be even better, even better because we Americans, I, I, I guess I shouldn't just say Americans, but I think, you know, humans, we want 
to see instant results. We want more. We want to keep getting better, right? So if you've had success at a diet, whatever it is, um, of course you're going to keep doing it because you're like, I want to keep doing it. I want to keep seeing results. I want to keep going. Okay. So, but here's the thing. You really should not do a diet with extreme, extremely reduced calories for too long because the exact thing I was talking about, you will fall into metabolic compensation pretty soon. It's not going to work. Okay. It's like hitting a plateau. We all do. So, um, you just really, really want to watch that. Okay. And so I'm here to tell you that everyone, I don't care if you are, you know, woman in menopause or somebody who just had a baby or a male of any age, right? Everybody is capable, is totally capable of making a change with their body as long as they have better solutions, better tools, and a better mindset. Okay. It really comes down to your mindset and being willing to open up your mind and do something different. Okay, you have to be able to let go of the dieting mindset and open up your mind and heart to a totally different way, okay? To a way that makes better sense and actually feels better, okay? So let's jump into five, actually six, six six-ish ways um, that you can help your metabolism become more flexible. So I'm gonna start with the most obvious one and that is your diet, Okay, slash nutrition, because you all know I hate the word diet, but diet, you know, why what I mean is just the way you eat. Okay, that's your diet. So it's obviously a critical one. Many people come to me not realizing that, you know, what they eat has a very big impact on their metabolism. Okay. Many people think that they need to be burning more and more calories and just eat less and less. Well, like I said, at some point this is not going to work because you can only eat so little and exercise so much right? Like you don't want to be drinking water and just exercising. At some point, you got, something's got to get right. So remember I told you that finding that small window of balance is better for your metabolism. Okay. Remember I was talking about that smaller deficit of 200 to 500 calories. Okay. Remember that. Well, when you eat too little, your body can't do its regular functions that we discussed earlier. So it sends out signals to find food. So you're going to crave sugar, you're going to crave fat, and you're going to feel super tired. Okay, the metabolism is doing its job. If it senses starvation or stress, it's going to slow down to preserve energy. I mean, doesn't that make total sense? Like when you really stop and think about it, it's like, oh, well, yeah, obviously it's totally doing its job. And so the best thing that you can do for your diet is to slow it down. You know, pay attention to what you're eating. How much are you eating? I mean, how is it affecting your hunger? How is it affecting your energy? How are your cravings? I mean, are you sleeping well? How are your moods? Like really pay attention to what you're consuming and how it's making you feel, okay? And then you can know, you know, if you're like super hungry all the time or you have no energy or you're craving sugar, that's a signal to you that you either need to eat more food or a better combination of food. And protein is a major player when it comes to hormones, okay, and metabolism balance. So be sure to include protein at every meal, please. Okay, this is absolutely critical. It's critical for your blood sugar balance. It's critical for so many processes in your processes in your body. Okay, it's critical. And of course, you want to watch how much you're eating and how much processed sugar and processed foods that you're consuming. 
Okay. I love, love to teach my clients more about nutrition because once you understand nutrition a little better, it's just so much easier to see how your food is affecting your results and your happiness. And I got to tell you, like sometimes people come to me and we change like one or two things with their, how they're already eating and they start seeing results and we're done. Sometimes it takes one or two sessions. Sometimes it takes a year. It just depends on where you're at and how much you're willing to listen and make changes and try, at least try. It's an experiment. It's always an experiment, by the way, with your diet. Because just because I recommend something doesn't mean it'll work the first time. It may or may not. Like we don't know until you try it. It's just like with anything in life, you have to be willing to try things and just see how it goes. Okay. The next thing that's really important with your metabolism is you're working out your exercise, your purposeful exercise. We want to make sure that you're building or maintaining lean muscle. So of course, to have an efficient metabolism, you want to have some muscle on your bones. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn just at rest. This is a good thing. But remember, if you have more muscle and you're burning more calories just at rest, you have to fuel yourself. You can't not eat. Okay. It's like in order to maintain muscles, <laughs> just kidding. I just did like a little muscle pump for those of you that are not looking at YouTube. Um, but if you want to maintain your muscles, you have to feed them. Okay. I mean, Otherwise, they're just going to like deflate and that's not fun. Okay. So anyway, you have to keep up your resistance training. Okay. Whether that's with weights, bands, body weight, whatever, do whatever you can to help maintain and or build muscle so that you can keep your metabolism at a healthy level. Okay. And also fuel your workouts so that you don't waste away those muscles. Super important. The next area is managing stress. So this is obviously a critical one as well. And, and all of these areas are. I mean, stress is just as important as muscle, which is just as important as fueling your body right, which is just as important as the next thing I'm going to talk about is sleep. You know, so they all are important. Okay. One isn't really more important than the other. But if I were going to put the one being the most important, well, actually, I can't even decide. It's either stress or food. They're both super critical depending on where you are in your life too. So anyway, managing stress is a huge, huge thing to focus on. And most people don't even realize that their stress levels have a huge impact on their metabolism. So if you're exercising, eating really well, and still not seeing results, you really need to check your stress levels. Okay. Um, chronic stress is a silent killer. Okay. Chronic stress is what leads to so many health conditions so many problems and getting to the bottom of what is stressing you is really important for true change. So if you are someone who constantly pushes their problems under the rug, you're probably seeing a reduction in your metabolism and the efficiency in your metabolism due to extra chronic stress. Okay. And I want to point out that stress doesn't mean that you're an unhappy person in an unhappy situation. I see very, very happy, successful, thriving people who have a lot of stress. And, you know, so I think it's important to be like, take stress for what it is. You know, it's it, stress just means a lot going on. It doesn't have to mean that you have a stressful job or a stressful relationship. It could be that, you know, you're worried about something. There's, I don't know, it could be anything. Okay, the stress is stress is stress. And some people manage it and handle it much better than others. Okay. 
The next thing that is really important for your metabolism is getting enough sleep. It's such a huge reminder, okay, that we need our beauty sleep. So I remember my grandmother always being like, okay, let's get our beauty rest. And I just thought she was being silly. But as I've gotten older, you know, when you like, if you listen to Hollywood stars, like the most gorgeous models and Hollywood you know, actresses and the really good looking people, I mean, just honestly, the really good looking people, if you listen to their um, like routines, many of them spend a lot of time sleeping and working on their sleep schedules and their sleep routines. So it really is true that the better you sleep, the higher quality sleep you have, the better you're going to feel, which is going to make you want to do healthy things for yourself, which is therefore going to make you look your best, you know? And unfortunately, we all want to look our best, right? Not unfortunately, but I mean, it's just a human nature to want to to look good, but especially feel good. So sleep is super important and we need to be getting between seven to nine hours of sleep to keep our metabolism healthy. And for me, I know eight hours is is the key for me. Anything under eight hours and I feel sluggish, I get a sore throat, I have achy joints, I'm in a bad mood. (laughs) Everyone loves to be around me when I've only had seven hours of sleep. But there are people out there that can't even get three hours of sleep. Okay. So if that is you and you feel like your metabolism is broken, then this is a huge hint that it's time to be working on that sleep schedule. And working on your sleep may mean that you need to work on um, like vitamin or nutrition, nutrient deficiencies and gut health. It could mean that you need to work on your stress. It could mean you need to work on your blood sugar. It could mean that you need to move more. It could mean that you need to move less. So Sleep is very complex and a lot of different parts of our life go, you know, into what affects your sleep. Okay. So definitely, definitely sleep is a huge part of keeping a healthy and flexible metabolism. The next one is just moving your body. So I know I already talked about exercise, but I mean moving as in non-exercise activity. Okay. Neat, it's called. And, you know, more and more research is just showing what an impact movement has on our overall metabolism. Okay. So I don't mean like go to the gym and do a workout. I don't mean, you know, jump on a bike. I don't mean like, you know, Peloton. I don't mean any of that. I mean, like, how often are you standing? How often are you walking around? How often are you, you know, um, like I said, just standing, taking stairs, parking far away, movement, like a lot, a lot of people sit a lot, you know? In fact, I'm trying to figure out a way to do this podcast standing because it drives me crazy to be even sitting here this long. Now, there is something to be said for sitting and resting, of course, but throughout the day, the more you move, just naturally move, functionally move, the better our metabolism will be, okay? And as we age, we tend to move less. This is just a fact, Okay. So especially if you're not working like in an office or you don't have little kids to chase around anymore, you'll have to make a concerted effort to get up and move throughout the day. That's super important. Okay. And so I, I mean, I think I've said this before, I have an alarm that goes off on my phone and I used to have it every hour, but now I have it every other hour because it was getting annoying. And I half the time I'd be up anyway, but if I'm not up when that alarm goes off, I get up. Okay. The other thing is these Apple watches have like all kinds of like alarms and notifications. So if my breathe um, function, like when it tells you to breathe, when it goes off, I, I either 
do the breathing or I get up depending on which thing I need the most or both. Okay. So get more movement in your day. Very, very, very important. And then finally, the last thing is here's kind of, I think this is major. This is about mindset. I really believe it's important to stop worrying about what the scale says and how you look and start focusing on your health and your amazing machine that you've been given, your body. By shifting your mindset to one of health or function instead of appearance, you'll be able to focus on what really matters. And a byproduct of this is going to likely be physique change. Okay. So I have to tell you that nothing feels better than being able to lift heavy weights and do something hard. I've never felt more amazing than after I finished that mountain climb. I was like, I felt like such a badass. And I was like, I did this. Like my body did this. Like I did it. And it made me feel so good about myself. And that whole time I was training, I wasn't worried about how I looked. I just wanted to be able to accomplish something big. And it was hard. And and it was a big thing to me. And I loved it. And now I'm not really training for anything, but I love lifting weights. I love, love lifting heavy weights because it just makes me feel like so good and capable. And it makes me realize like I have an amazing body. And, and I, I kind of laugh at that, but because yeah, I have a lower belly pooch. I have cellulite. I don't have, you know, the body that, you know, people, you know, strive for, you know, I'm not like flaunting myself in a bikini or like, I really just don't like that. I don't feel, I don't feel like I have that, but I'm super, super happy to be a strong person. I feel like I'm strong. I feel like I'm resilient. I feel like my body has taken me through a lot of things. I mean, I had babies, you know, it's like you forget as a mother, you forget how hard that was. We grow humans. Like that's amazing. And then we're going to like talk bad about our body after everything she's done for you. I just, I think when you can get out of the comparison and worrying about you know, looking good in a pair of jeans or how you look in a bikini and shift that into function and into really appreciating and loving this body that you've been given. And we need to take care of it and love it instead of beating it up and making ourselves feel less than. Because no matter what you look like, no matter how much you weigh, no matter like what you're capable of doing physically, you have an amazing incredible body. It's just, it's amazing to me. And so if you can get into that thinking, it's going to be so much easier to start doing what you need to do. Baby your body, take care of it. Okay. This is, we get this one shot, this one time that we, you know, get to take care of our bodies so that we, it can carry us who we really are inside, it can carry us through an amazing life. And so once you shift that thinking, everything feels better. It feels a little easier. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox on that one. So, you know, no, I don't have anything exciting to tell you. No, like special, like nutrition trick. There's no special new pill. There's no special anything to fix your metabolism. Right. And you know, here's the thing. It's because your metabolism isn't broken. Your metabolism hasn't stopped. You know, the day your metabolism stops is actually 
probably be your last day. So, you know, as long as it's doing anything, which is, you know, if you're breathing and standing and here, that means your metabolism is still working. So you have to work it, right? I want you to think about those tips I gave you. Look at your diet, look at your sleep schedule, look at, you know, what are you doing for movement? Are you working out? Are you working on muscle growth? Um, are you thinking better about your body or are you beating yourself up all the time? Okay. And then finally, I'm sorry, this is going longer than I meant. Lately, I've been just talking too much, but I have a lot to say, I guess. So I want to say this too. Um, earlier, you know, I was talking about if you've been dieting a long time, like how you need to like give it a break. So um, I do mean that. I think it's fine to be on diets and to reach goals, but I'd really encourage you to take breaks, you know, take a break from the extreme. Some people love going on diets. Some people love like doing these extreme um, reduction in calories or, or, or on the other side, eating and doing an extreme, you know, workout programs. That's fine. Like do, do you, do you boo, (laughs) but please just consider taking a break. Okay. So if you're doing a low calorie diet, try to do it in like four to six week chunks and then give it a break, whether it's a week of a break or four weeks of a break. And that doesn't mean when I say give it a break, that doesn't mean like go totally like the other way. It just means like add back some food or, um, you know, you know, just don't be so hardcore on yourself. Okay. But when you do it in these like smaller periods of time, they're going to be more impactful because your body's always going to be striving to get back to homeostasis. It's always wanting to get back to balance. So if you're constantly extreme, extremely low or extremely high, either way, you have to give it a break from whatever you're doing and let it chill for a little bit. Okay. Again, that's super technical talk there, but here's an example. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going to be done. I promise. So recently my son, and I will say he's an 18 year old male. Well, he'll be 18 next week. So we're rounding up. He's an 18 year old male and males generally can make a little change and see a quick results. So I know all of the women are like, yeah, yeah, an 18 year old male can do anything. But, but I still just want to make a point here that he came to me. Um, it's been about six weeks ago now, and he was feeling not so good about himself after COVID. He had a lot of video games, a lot of chips, a lot of cookies, <laughs> and he gained a little weight. And he finally came to me and you guys, I had to completely like keep my face like totally cool. And I had to act totally not like excited that he was asking me for help because <laughs> really inside I was like bouncing up and down. Anyway, we sat down, we calculated what he needed from a nutrition standpoint, and we set him up on a pro- on a workout plan. And in less than four weeks, he lost over 20 pounds and has completely like leaned out. He has great muscles and you know, muscle mass in his arms and he's feeling amazing, which makes me feel so happy for him. But it was about a week ago, um, that he came to me and he was like, mom, like the scale's not going down anymore. I feel really upset because I was doing so well. I don't know what's wrong. I'm still eating the same. Nothing's happening. Basically hit a plateau. Right. And so he wanted to see, he said, well, how much should I cut out? Like, I'll eat less. I'll just eat less. I'll just skip lunch. And I was like, whoa, hold up. And um, and he's like, or I'll just go to the gym more or I'll just do more cardio. And I was like, no, 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 no. You're doing what we all want to do. 
right? Exactly what I was talking about. When we don't have a result, we think, oh, I have to go harder or eat. I have to work out harder. I have to eat less. I have to do something extreme because that's what we think. And that's because of the dieting industry, you guys. That's because what we've been taught, okay? By people that just want to sell programs. (laughs) So anyway, I was like, no. I said, I know this sounds weird, but actually, why don't you just take a little break? And he was like, mom, he looked at me like I had 10 heads. He was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, no, seriously, like, why don't you, um, you know, just eat like you've been eating, maybe add in a few treats. Cause again, he's an 18 year old male and I'm, you know, I'm like wanting him to not get an eating disorder. So I'm like, why don't you just, you know, chill, like skip, skip the gym a couple days, get a little more rest in, sleep a little more. Cause he doesn't sleep a ton. I was like, I want you to focus on resting your body. I was like, just trust me, just trust me. So he ended, he didn't trust me <laughs> at first, but then he said, um, something happened. He got like some extra work schedule and it's something happened. So it was harder to get to the gym. And so he said, you know what, mom, this week's actually tough. So I'll, I'll trust this, but next week I'm going hard. And I was like, yeah, deal, total deal. So, you know, he didn't gain any weight back. Nothing happened, but he got more rest and he went back to the, to the gym this week. So it's been almost a full week since he took a, he took a week off. He's come back and spent almost a whole nother week and he's lost three pounds just doing what he was doing before. And he's thrilled. He just needed a break. We all need a break. Whether you're an 18 year old male or a menopausal woman, we all need a break here and then. Our metabolism knows when you're overstressed. It knows when you need a break. And the break signal is when nothing's changing or you're gaining or you're feeling worse about yourself. That is the signal to do something different. Okay. So anyway, that's all. Okay. That's all I have for you. I totally went longer than expected again. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to get, get these under 30 minutes. Um, I'll get working on that next week. So, um, you know, I hope that you've learned something or heard heard something today that'll encourage you to not blame your metabolism, but instead take a look at what you're doing and where you can adjust just a little bit. Okay. So you guys, thank you so, so much for being here. And I just want to remind you that I do still have Club BFF, that's Club Balance Fit and Free, is open for enrollment all the time. So if you're someone, you know, that is interested in getting some group support, wants just some like motivational cues. Um, we do a monthly challenge, uh, fitness February. That was our goal. We were like aimed for strength training in February and March is going to be our meditation and mindset month. So if you feel like you just want like a group of people behind you or me just kind of there for you in your pocket as a coach, check out Club BFF or let me know if you have questions. And finally, if you are somebody who has been diagnosed as hypothyroid, so underactive thyroid, or if you've been told you have Hashimoto's, I would love to talk to you because I am working on my Hashimoto hypothyroid program and I'm doing some market research. So I would love to talk to you if you're available just to chit chat a little bit about your diagnosis, how you're feeling so that I can be sure um, to cover everything that I want to in my program. So I really, really appreciate the help from you all. And that is it, you guys. Take care and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.